0: In a world where James Franco is still considered a credible
1: actor, and Mike Busey can open a place called the Sausage Castle, one podcast will rise, one podcast will take a stand, its hosts steadfast and strengthened by snark and snobbery.
0: This podcast is Cinema Geekly. It's time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 150, cinemageekly.com. Head on over there and check out our entire back catalog of episodes and uh, a variety of other podcast programs, all available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Uh, joined this week by Aaron De La Osa. Hello, Aaron. How are you doing?
1: Good, man. How's it going?
0: Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, it snowed here in Michigan. Yeah. It's stuck to the ground, at least in, at least in this part of the state.
1: A little and, bit here too,
0: and my kid got to enjoy snow for all of one day, and then it disappeared very yeah. quickly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm cool with that. Fuck the snow. Uh, winter can come in Game of Thrones all at once, but I, I wouldn't mind if it stayed away from me. Uh, Glenn Bovee also joining us. Hey, Glenn, I bet you didn't get any fucking snow in Texas. Uh, no. I mean, there's a. Po- if it were to rain, it would be snow. So. Oh, if it were uh, to rain right now, you're saying it is cold enough. Well,
2: tonight, because tonight it's supposed to get down into the teens.
0: Wow.
1: The, teen- the- Oh, yeah, it gets colder than shit in Texas. I uh, I did basic training there in January. It's cold as a motherfucker in parts of Texas here. Yeah.
2: Where yeah. were you at? San Antonio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you were Air Force. Yeah, you would have been <laughs> Laugh. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Boomers <laughs> was just like Air Force. Yeah, you mean the royal the royal air force? He yeah. took offense.
0: He took offense. Yeah, his his bloodline goes there. Uh, as Glenn has pointed out to me, uh, the hubris of my my comments on the last episode of the podcast about how we are probably not going to do another episode until Rogue One comes out has huh. come back to bite me in the ass because Rogue One hasn't come out yet. It's going to soon, but it hasn't, and a ton of things have happened uh, in the world of trailers almost entirely in the world of trailers, uh, but not entirely in the world of of films. I guess we'll touch on the films in just a second, but uh, a boatload of video game stuff happened, Glenn, and I'm excited to talk about it. Let's talk about the least exciting part first. Uh, the And I'm talking about the Game Awards. I was going to say, uh, you're talking about the Chipotle Massacre that was the, go- that was
2: the Video Game Awards.
0: Yeah, so the... Well, I mean, the... Video Game Awards is, it, yes, it's like all AAA stuff, but that's to be expected when one of the categories... I mean, is,
2: there was there was a one,
0: couple of... Well, I mean, one of the categories is Best Independent Game, so you know well, that no, AAA I mean, like, titles but, are winning uh, everything else. But, like, uh,
2: Game of the Year, I think Firewatch was on there, wasn't it? Or, uh, uh, no, it was not. In, it was?
0: Inside Inside was nominated that's, for Game That's of what Year, I was
2: thinking of, yeah.
0: Which is an indie game that was developed by the guys who made Limbo. Which is also an actually a pretty darn good game. But
2: Olympia is creepy as hell. Uh
0: yeah, so the video game awards have it. So this is is this the the official kickoff of the award season, Glenn, with the video game awards? <laughs> uh I mean I guess they had that. I mean you had the Gotham
2: uh movie awards, you had the national board. Is that reviewed. the
0: awards show where they give awards only to the television show Gotham because nobody else will give them <laughs> I out? Wish. I wish. And the winner for best actor, unbuttered toast man, whatever his name is, is Ben still, McKenzie. Is he still unbuttered toast, Aaron? Oh no,
1: oh no, no, no! He's very if you've been buttered. watching this season, you're you're watching the wrong DC shows.
0: Has he been very much buttered?
1: No, th- he has been off the chain as far as you know, as far as he can be.
0: <laughs> as far as the chain will allow him to,
1: will allow Ben McKenzie to go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. man. It, God has been pretty interesting this season so far, man. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of twists and turns.
0: So, uh, basically, if you're uh, a fan of Overwatch, then you enjoyed the Game Awards this year because it won a lot of the awards.
1: I tried uh, Overwatch. I didn't really care for that shit too much.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not my style of game. It seems like it's one of those very uh grind heavy but in a shoot 'em up style which isn't I don't know that's not my thing. Uh right. so the other uh the other games that were nominated for game of the year were uh the Doom remake uh in well it's not a remake fun. that's not really a remake was it? It wasn't a remake it was a sequel, no, right? No, it's sequel. Yeah. The Doom sequel Inside Overwatch which of course won, Titanfall 2 and Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. Uh, And I only played one of those games. And I would have totally given it to Uncharted 4, but uh, I realized the scope and popularity of that Overwatch game that all of the kids seemed to really like. Uh, It also won for Best Game Direction. Well, Blizzard won the award, but they made Overwatch. Uh, Uncharted 4 won for Best Narrative, Glenn, which... uh, all things considered, didn't have a lot of competition outside of Firewatch. I don't think. Uh, which, yeah, this
2: wasn't a big like single single
0: player story year. Seems like next year is what what that's going to be. Yes, yeah, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of that. Um, Inside one for best art direction, Doom one for best music and sound design, Nolan North one for best performance playing Nathan Drake, unsurprisingly. And uh, three, I think there's one, two, three, four, five. There were six nominees, and th- half of them were from Uncharted. So uh, <laughs> that, tel- that tells you that there were not a lot of narrative, uh, big-time narrative-driven games this year. Uh, best independent game went to Inside. Best mobile or handheld game went to Pokemans Go. Anybody here play the Pokemans game? I sure did. Did you did you did you play this Aaron as well?
1: I gave it a shot. Yeah, I have, I have a kid.
0: Yeah, I did. I did not. I did not try it. So I, d- I don't know shit about Pokemon though. So you're not missing much, man. I, it was, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna try the Harry Potterized version of of this game? Apparently, there's supposed to be one at some point.
1: Only if I don't have to fucking walk so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you can well, duel see, people nice with for your me phones. Is. We just
2: went like you just go. We went to the college, and within the college, there's like
0: three gyms and uh, about a dozen Pokemon stops. So, <laughs> uh best VR game went to Res Infinite. So, suck it, Batman Arkham VR. You didn't win. Been on on the podcast, did it a tie. He even said that was his favorite. Shockingly, neither did Job Simulator. That didn't win best VR game <laughs> this year. Uh. Doom. I just can't wait till they make Farm
2: Farming Simulator a uh, VR game, since apparently it's like <laughs> one of the greatest things ever, and people are obsessed with it.
0: Uh, here's something that's interesting. This, I guess, wasn't a big year for RPG either, because the winner for best RPG was The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt Blood and Wine, which was a DLC pack. Because <laughs> The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt came out last year, so before the last. Uh, game Awards, so it would not have been eligible. But a DLC pack for the game was considered the best <laughs> RPG. This is above World of Warcraft, Xenoblade Chronicles, <laughs> Deus Ex, and Dark Souls 3. So,
1: Well, I mean... It was a lot better than the previous DLC. It was just cheese and toast.
2: <laughs> yeah, four of the
0: five were all DLCs. Uh, Street Fighter V won Best Fighting Game. I could have swore there was a Street Fighter Five that's existed for years. Am I wrong about this?
1: Mm, I'm sure there's kind of... one somewhere.
0: Aren't there? Aren't there like Street Fighter Five Mega Edition and? So I just feel like there's like I there's think they
1: go up to like 40 currently. They might go up Is to 40.
0: There... I feel yeah. like Street Fighter Five has been a game that's existed for like 10 years at least. I don't know. Uh, best strategy game Civ Six, Glenn. It will be mine in less than what? 18 days? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Pokemon Go won Best Family Game. Forza Horizon 3 won Best Sports Slash Racing Game. Uh, Overwatch got Best Multiplayer over Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked, Titanfall 2, and Rainbow Six Siege. Um, By the way, most anticipated game went to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Which would not have been my pick, since I am looking forward to all of the other games listed here more than I am that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh...
1: That game's not for you, Tony.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Apparently not, because I am looking far more forward to Mass Effect... You're not An- one of the refugees for Nintendo. No. I'm looking far more forward to Mass Effect Andromeda, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of the new God of War game, and Red Dead Redemption 2, so...
1: You guys want to know what's funny about the mini Nintendo selling out so quickly? Is that now you could go buy an actual Nintendo cheaper for than what you could the uh, yeah, and the probably the same,
0: camera? and probably all thirty games as well. Oh
1: yeah, you sure as fuck can.
0: That's the uh, yeah, man. That's the Nintendo strategy of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, what is it, artificial scarcity? So they right. they don't make nearly enough of them. So this way, the demand is insane when they all sell out immediately. And I I believe they do this with, like, all of their products. I wonder why they're the third best-selling console these days. (laughs) I can't quite put my finger on it exactly, but... Um, So, outside of the Game Awards, there was also PSX, the PlayStation Experience, uh, which showed a lot of things. Some cool stuff like uh, the Crash Bandicoot remastering, which is less of a remastering and more of them completely remaking the games... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they're, they're making them exactly as they are, but they're not like just updating the graphics. They completely recreated the games because everything is has been updated with uh, you know modern age. I mean, it's not photorealistic or whatever. It's still very cartoonish looking, but uh, it looks ridiculously good. I think they're actually it's not just the first game either. I think it is the first three. It's games? all three of them, which is pretty crazy. Uh, hmm. They finally announced the Last of Us Two, Glenn. Or lo- it's not the Last of Us Two; it's the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, what, what did you make of what little we got from from the the teaser trailer, Glenn?
2: I mean, I guess they're treating this as if it was the the mob version of uh, zombie games, but right. uh, uh I mean, you know, it's a teaser. It's of course great. it looked good. I mean, iDog does a pretty good job of making their cut scenes and the actual gameplay itself look great. So, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that they made her as old as they did. Yeah, she's going to be 19, I think. Yeah, cuz that means Joel's got to be uh he's got to be past 60. <laughs> like, 'Cause the way I was figuring it, even with this kid, I was like, Well, if he had the kid at like sixteen, yeah. like he has to be at least fifty, or you know, forty eight, you know, by the time uh the Last of Us game takes
0: place. Right. So was,
2: we're gonna go seven years past that.
0: Like he's pretty damn close to sixty now. It was it was like really evocative of the first Uncharted Four teaser, which was just a, a very short cinematic thing that looked really gorgeous. And, and, yeah, and it didn't. And it didn't tell you much about what was happening at all, which is obviously the case here as well. Uh, the, and I think the can't wait they, for it to get pushed back five times. That'll be great too. <laughs> the uh, I don't mind as long as they hey, if they get it no, as no, right as it's, it's, well, if it, they, it works when they do it. So
2: I'm not going to complain too much. Right? It's if just, they
0: get it as right as they got Uncharted, I'll, I'll be okay with. I it, just but, get
2: tired of how early we see these teasers for things. It's yes. Kinda, well, kind of like, they got, you know, that's what we're going to talk about later with movies like I don't need to know what we have planned 6 years
0: down the well, road from now. And uh, I I want to see to uh to his point, they did ask Neil Druckmann this question, this exact question like dare we ask when this game might be coming out and he more or less said that they basically learned their lesson from Uncharted 4 and they're going to keep their lips sealed until they have a firmer grasp on when they believe the game will be uh, a time frame for when the game will be coming out. So they've they've wisened up. They're not going to just announce an, ad, an announce a date and then have it get pushed back a bunch of times. To yeah, we'll upset see. People. We'll see. Come E three, uh, <laughs> they may be feeling the pressure. Uh, yeah. So the only other thing we learned was that it's going to be uh, a reversal from the first game. In this game, you are going to be playing as Ellie way more than you play as Joel. So Joel will be the will be in more of the Ellie role in the game where you probably maybe useless play him like one Eh, i mean was was she entirely useless she wasn't totally useless in that game the parts of that game she'd help out she
1: really didn't do shit
0: she helped out she helped me out quite a few times but
1: um it'll be weird i I got i got bored pretty quickly into that game so maybe she she got more useful as you (laughs) a little later on than what i uh (sighs) part i gave up on it
0: I, w- I think you just hurt his soul. I wish you could see the game through my eyes, Aaron. That's <laughs> definitely one of my favorite games ever. So, uh, but yeah, so that looked that looked great. They yeah. What difficult did you play it on, Aaron or I me? Don't... Aaron.
1: Oh, uh, I don't remember.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, I played. I I play everything on like whatever the default setting is at first, and then I
1: yeah. I that that hardly. sounds about right.
0: Um, and even then, oh, then yeah, I could difficult. see where it's probably boring then. Even then, it was still even then it was still fairly difficult. It's got that that first Last of Us game had smarter AI than most of the games I've ever played.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, I played on survival. I think a, I went through a I went through a whole level where I didn't kill anybody because I didn't have anything to kill with.
0: Yes. Uh, so they they showed that they Naughty Dog wasn't done. They also showed a a trailer for the upcoming standalone DLC pack for Uncharted. Which has nothing to do with Nathan Drake. This is like the first time they've done anything Uncharted related where Nathan Drake is not the lead character. Instead, the lead character is Chloe Frazier, who I think was in last scene in Uncharted 3. Yeah, she's in 2 and 3. She was in 2 and 3. And it looks like it's her and Nadine who is the girl from Uncharted 4 who constantly kicked the shit out of Nathan Drake. Uh, whenever they got into tussles. <laughs> and so it's it's those two, and it's a standalone DLC, so you don't need Uncharted 4 in order to download this and play it. It's going to be a standalone title, and they also said you need not have en- have played any Uncharted games in order to actually sit down and play this. And I know a lot of people, I think, when they saw it, thought it was a new Tomb Raider game at first. Uh, even after she took off the, the hijab, and reveal that it was Chloe Frazier. I think a lot of people still thought it may have been Lara Croft, but uh, it is not. So, yeah, is this is this something you're interested in, Glenn? Is that a character you wish you got to, to know more about?
2: Yeah, I thought it was really weird that Chloe wasn't in the fourth one. I mean, I get that Makes sense he's now, moved I guess. On. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of... I liked her. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll probably play it. I can't remember if I did, like, any season pass or anything on it. I don't think I did. So,
0: there's also a gameplay trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda showed off a bunch of the mechanics and some of the the ways they're expanding the game, which is ridiculous. There was a, the the PS3 What's games Mass Effect come out? March. Or? Yes. I believe it is March. And February March is going to be loaded. Yeah. I mean, those Mass Effect games the first 3 on the PS3, those were still really huge games as far as World and things to do in them, and apparently it's it's even even more so expanded now. So uh, yeah, that that game looks fantastic as well. So yeah, a lot of stuff to look forward to, uh, gaming wise.
1: Uh,
0: Let's not talk. Marvel vs. Capcom. They announced that one. Oh, Marvel vs. Capcom. That's right.
1: Infinite. Yeah.
0: And all they showed were the same four fucking
2: characters. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know. I get it. Cat Marvel's what they're pushing now
0: for their movies, but I would like to see somebody else that's new. By the way, did Ben ever figure out why why there were some giant Daleks rolling through uh, Salford? Does anybody know? He d- he did post that picture on on the Facebook page. Uh, actually, you no. Know, that probably had something to do with the uh, uh, whatever uh, pop culture <laughs> entertainment convention that he attended. <laughs> Uh, in which uh, he managed to coerce uh, Sylvester McCoy into recording something for one of our podcasts. I'm presuming that is where these Daleks came from. One can presume, although he never—I don't believe he ever specifically answered the question as as to what they were doing there. Uh, trailers, okay. There's like a hundred more of these to talk about.
2: Can we uh, not do
0: the best one first?
2: I mean, I know it's chronological, but
0: yeah, yeah, we're gonna—we'll wait. We'll save the best for last. Shall we?
2: Okay.
0: Uh, does that mean we're going to start with the worst first?
2: It depends on what you think is the worst.
0: Oh man, I'm not really sure. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the newest one that came out because Aaron, this is fresh in Aaron's mind as he just watched it. I'm curious <laughs> to know uh, with with so little time to digest it fully, what the feeling is. I'm going
1: to so, need to watch it again and pay closer attention. <laughs> so, yeah, all those uh,
0: Easter eggs in there. I honestly didn't I honestly lost track of what number of Transformers this is and it I was feels just, like 12. I was just so furious when I when I saw the trailer I was just like motherfucker. <laughs> I I posted it and I listed it as Bayformer 78 Dark Knight of the Moon. Uh I posted it which I think is actually close to the title. I'm not sure.
1: It's the Dark Knight, right? Transformers the Dark Knight.
0: Well, I, I <laughs> <laughs> Dark Knight of the Moon, which I think is a Pink Floyd album, uh, that's Dark Side of the Moon. But uh, is is it Dark Knight? Is there something I don't know. about
1: so, some kind of shitty? The last night, is something. there something like that?
0: Is there something about nights and moons? Oh, they had Dark of the Moon. That was a Transformers movie title. And this is the last night. You were correct. This is Len.
1: the last night on the moon.
0: <laughs> uh, hashtag. I think we got a Transformer. Uh, do, uh, do they get to meet Gertie if they're going to be on the moon? <laughs> No, they don't, huh. uh, Glenn. What is he's my favorite robot, Glenn? I'm sorry to have put this upon you, but what what did you think of this new this newest uh, iteration of the Transformers franchise? Uh, I mean, what, I watched it. Is this the one that's going to finally bring it back to the <laughs> prominence and fun of the first film? <laughs>
1: I, I Maybe you know. didn't see the, the same first film I did.
0: <laughs> Look, no, I'm, I'm was,
2: just this is on a sliding scale. Yeah, I mean it's okay. You know. I don't hate the first
0: movie mm-hmm. yeah it's on a sliding scale like grading grading on a on a curve i,
2: I don't because i don't really hate shia labeouf so like i thought he was okay in those like he kind of you know he does his little yelling and stuff like brendan fraser does his in woes. the mummy which
0: you know we'll talk
2: about you know it's his
0: woes and no no no
2: no's yeah his woes and no's uh hey we you know what we don't give jeff goldblum crap for that so that is true that, that's I'm funny. fine with stuttering if it seems natural. Like it doesn't. Like he at least looks surprised when he finds out his car is a robot. Like true, true. <laughs> I'll just give him that. I'll give him uh, all the credit in the world. Better than Mark Wahlberg when he first meets it, and he's living in Texas and makes fun of the guy. Oh my god!
0: I have a <laughs> I'm so surprised. Say him off, for me All right.
1: when I sound surprised? I'm all out of breath.
0: Meet my daughter's sexual predator boyfriend. He has now a he's a card, like voted
2: so. as like the next leading man in Hollywood. Jack Rayner, I think that's his name. He has a cod,
0: so it's okay.
1: He's <laughs> got a cad. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it was a it was a movie trailer, huh, Glenn? Nothing. nothing yeah, I mean, it's stick- weird
2: to see Bumblebee get slaughtered by uh, Optimus Prime. That's, the not, Optimus that's he- not the direction I would have. Yeah, the
0: Optimus Prime go. heel turn. Have they run out of ideas, Aaron? <laughs> heel turn. yeah. If they, they run out of ideas, just ideas, like uh, let's just make Optimus Prime a bad guy.
1: Yeah, as soon as they put him in like an elimination chamber, that'll mean they're really out of ideas.
0: <laughs> what did you What did you make of uh, this blur of images that you watched, Aaron?
1: It looks just as shitty as the previous three. So four. Oh, is that how many there are? <laughs>
0: there are, in fact, four previous movies.
1: Okay, well then four. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The fourth one is so bad.
1: I know. It's, it's just th- there were a couple of interesting little things. And I was like, oh, there's Marky Mark. Oh, there's Josh Duomo. It's like, okay, there's, you know, there's guys in a the movie. Then you see, you know.
0: You know what it Optimus
1: is? beating shit out a, a Bumblebee. And you're like, oh, that was cool. But there's nothing in there that is enough to make me want to leave my house to go to a movie theater to watch this.
0: No. No way. Uh, I, I, think, I think the one you're forgetting is the third one. I think that's the one everyone forgets because the first one, the one. With uh, McDreamy? Yeah, the first one—the first one—is the one that's kind of fun and had some of that nostalgia bit in it. The second one, everyone remembers—that's when Shia
1: was still all like, "Hold, Goofy."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he ruined Indiana Jones and 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 this franchise, he was
1: not the worst part of it. Yeah, he's not the
0: one that ruined Indiana Jones. Right. George Lucas's hubris yeah, is what ruined Indiana. Sure. Well, I mean, sure, the right I mean the writing. It's it's entirely possible Shia LaBeouf could have been fine in a in a better written film. Well, and the that fact
1: that true. Indy's about a thousand, like who that you know, Yeah, I don't
0: the... think Shia Buff wasn't terrible in it. He's just no. a punk little kid. He just hasn't had...
1: like the little zombie monkeys at the end or whatever the Christ was going on.
0: He just had some horrible things to do and say. Uh yeah. but yeah, so there... I mean, he was the uh, whatever... What's uh, Steven Spielberg's wife in real life? Jessica Capshaw? Kate Capshaw. Capsha. Yeah,
2: Kate Capshaw, Capsha. yeah. He was about as bad as her in Temple of Doom. Doesn't completely ruin it, but not the best. No, It's right. not short round. So...
1: <laughs> oh, no. short round was better than she was in that movie. Well,
0: no, that's what I mean, though. Like, No time for love, Dr. Beauvais. Uh, <laughs> so, the second movie... In these transformer franchise. That's the one with the racist robots and the big dangly balls. Uh oh, it's, it's racist robots in the fourth one. The four and the fourth
1: one is it the third one Marky Marks. First no,
0: one? that's the fourth one. And everyone remembers the fourth one because of how ridiculous Marky Marks' character is about being in. Is LaBeouf
1: in the third one?
2: Yeah, Lebuff's the first
0: three.
2: Yeah, really? he is in the
0: third one. Because he's he? got a new girlfriend in the third one. It's uh That's
2: right. That other model uh, Yeah, Rose Something,
0: another... Jason Statham. Blonde hair... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Mrs. Statham. Mrs.
0: Statham. So nobody remembers that third fucking movie because it's just... There's nothing memorably terrible. It's terrible. terrible. It's the worst thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, overly long.
2: I don't remember
1: shit about that movie at all. Half
2: the movie is, like, Megatron is, like, dead. So, like, you don't even have, like, a cool antagonist because he's just...
0: He's rusting it away in his own film. Like, that's the it's just... one... That's, that's right! He's covered in, like, tattered rags and stuff like, to in me, the that's desert. that's, like, the biggest
2: problem with the Transformers movies. And I guess Transformers in general, but...
1: Yeah, why he's a robot? Why the fuck did he have to wear rags?
2: You well, know, like, they always, like, prop up Megatron. Like, he's the big, coolest... And he is cool-looking, and it's, you know, voiced by Hugo Weaving. Like, this big old mm. bad guy. And then every single movie, oh, no, he's just someone else's bitch. Like, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, look, the, the third one is also the one where they, the teasers, uh, and the trailers all were promising Dinobots and they didn't deliver on Dinobots until like the last five minutes of the movie. the so fourth one's Dinobots. Was the fourth one Dinobots? Yeah. Marky yeah, Mark, Marky
1: Mark, Mark. Mark was Dinobots?
0: Yes. Third one oh. didn't have that. Di- <laughs> this is how bad these movies are. We can't, I can't keep track. Glenn can keep track of these things. I don't know how you manage, sir. I've I not been able to. It, it's easy. You just this. got you go. You gotta go from
2: Chicago. You go from L.A. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. You <laughs> just gotta keep your cities in mind.
0: Chicago, <laughs> the sausage king of Chicago. Uh, all right, let's if move he was on. Driving a bus in a Indianapolis 500. You taking
2: Dica or the field?
0: <laughs> uh, Ditka. Let's uh let's talk about the the next trailer in which I. Improperly titled the film because I didn't like the trailer. Uh, I called this one Mission Impossible Mummy Protocol, which oh, no, uh, you might be that is an insult to Ghost Protocol. It is a sequel to Ghost Protocol. This one with mummies. But uh, it's an insult to Ghost
2: Protocol.
0: I just I, I mean I don't know, Aaron. It does sound like you liked it. I I want I mean I think as, Jacqueline
1: and Jillian did too.
0: Perhaps they did. Yeah. So I I watched it. Yeah, I saw them on Twitter actually. And they're like, I feel, although I believe Jacqueline did call it a Mission Impossible movie. But uh, I looked at it and I'm like, I thought the stunts looked really cool. But all I could think of is how does this compare to the Brendan Fraser mummy? The first one, not the crappy, the the second one's not crappy, but it's nowhere near as good as the first one. Or the third one, which has got awful. But (laughs) I was trying to think of the, the first one. And I love that first one. Uh, and it's just so much fun. And this just feels like a Mission Impossible movie, but with a mummy in it. Like, they've got the ridiculous, like, floating in a plane, and the side of the plane explodes, and he pulls a chute, and a girl goes flying out. And
1: It's always Tom Cruise. Like, his last six movies, there's always him hanging in or out of a plane.
0: And shall we talk about... Tom Cruise running. Shall we talk about how the plane crashes, presumably.
1: Yeah, and, and his, he dies.
0: And his body is found, and they... Somebody checks his body for life signs and determines this man is dead. They
1: put no, him in a body see, bag. The
2: princess brings bet, him back to yeah. life.
1: It's is the sarcophagus, it and that's what's going to give him his somewhat, you know, uh-huh. quasi superpowers to let him be the Van Helsing of the Universal Monsters uh, franchise. I
0: see, and apparently Doctor Jekyll is in this movie as well. Yeah, it's Russell, Russell, Crowe. Crow? Russell Crowe. Yeah, so they're they're definitely blending shit together here.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, they're
0: making the Universal Monsters Adventures. Yes, I'm giving. Yeah, the uh, Monster Kurtzman.
1: Squad. Kurtzman is is head- is heading it up. Actually, I'm gonna
0: thing. I'm gonna totally give this a shot. But I I have uh, I have a, yeah, dude. I have a special affinity for the that original Mummy movie because it's good. Like it's just good, and inv- I mean it's it's a fun movie. It's a, pop- it's, it's good a popcorn enough. movie. Yeah, it's a popcorn movie, uh, which is which this is going to be really no better than. But. Uh, I'm just. It's just one of those things where it's like I feel like this is one of my first, uh, one of these first cracks of feeling really old. Where it's like, get off my lawn with this new mummy movie. I prefer my old. The 99 one was a new
2: movie. Was a remake. That is true.
0: Yeah, remake of a remake of a remake. You know, I know, but uh, yeah. I mean, I just watched it and it's like I was kind of expecting more of that feel, and I, you know, that whole like. Uh, being in Egypt with sand and pyramids and this one looks like it's going to be in like New York or something probably London it's like the Mummy 2 takes place
2: in like London London. for a good chunk of it yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. well
2: great we get to see the eye of London fall would it make
1: you want to see the movie anymore if it turns out Tom Cruise's character is like Brendan Fraser's character's grandson or something
0: Uh, uh No, probably not. I mean, does this take place in the future? I don't think it does.
1: No, no I was well because Brent Fraser movies took place in the past.
0: You know what will yeah, you know you know like what will do it 20s, for me. Right? You know yeah. you know what'll do it for me is if they bring back the rock to play the Scorpion King in the sequel and make him look really badass this time instead of incredibly shitty. Like you
1: better they better do it before twenty twenty when he runs for president.
0: That's right.
1: He's gonna and, be busy for and, a while.
0: and likely wins as well, we yeah. should
1: note. On that alone, his body slamming policy well. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> he will, in fact, drop the people's elbow on taxes. Uh, Glenn, what did you think of the the trailer for this mummy movie? I was really confused. Okay,
1: were you confused by how much you wanted to see the movie and start Tom Cruise? I
2: would just, I just don't really get. I mean, I get what the narrative is—they bring it up, but like you said, with the airplane, but he saw her, Glenn. I'm just
1: really he saw her.
2: her. Did see her? So I guess it's like she anti Medusa at him like instead of turning him into stone he she just preserved his body to come back alive
1: yeah oh, like how come he's the only one who wakes up alive again
2: I know like Courtney B. Vance is in that movie because he's in that plane that goes to the ground like I guess he's not going to be in it that long No, uh, but it's just a, I don't know it just it was just a odd trailer it was weirdly cut I guess it's that's kind of my thing I don't it's felt like I saw every bit of Act One, Act Two, and Act Three in sequential order, so
0: On the plus weird... side, the the mummy does look the mummy princess, whatever whoever it is, definitely looks like it's gonna be better than Enchantress. I I I was gonna say Enchantress from Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's, I mean that's a low bar to, to hop over, but not everybody has Cara Delavine's interpretive dancing skills, but uh, this does look like it's going to be a little bit better. So It's the
1: same. Uh, she played uh, Jyla in uh, Star Trek Beyond.
2: Oh, Sophia Batella, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As long as there's well. not a sky beam in this movie,
1: I'm okay. There's going to be a sky beam. Got to be. You
0: but know? why? Because uh, there's supernatural powers going on.
1: I bet you there's a giant, if her her like a giant turns, wave. If there's her a face wave.
0: turns into a giant dust storm, I'm okay with that. Okay, that's fine, too.
2: But we gotta have a British Sky Captain that's, <laughs> that's okay right. with dying on this mission.
0: That's right. Gotta have all that stuff in
1: there. God, every mummy movie had a British Sky Captain.
0: I think so, right?
1: It did. Yeah, fucking right, the, it fucking did,
0: right? What's his name in the
2: first one? Because he's like the best. Just the this. Like I want to say Nigel,
1: but that could just be my default British name.
0: You know, you probably that the, was that wrong. the Blimp guy?
1: No, Blimp guy was Blimp two. guy was in two. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's crazy. crazy crazy British pilots in in all... Was there a crazy British pilot in the third movie? I don't think so. Uh, See, that's where they went wrong. Who got
1: them them to China? There might have been a crazy British pilot that had to do that.
0: They were already in China. Really? Yeah, yeah, they skipped out on the crazy British uh, sky captain, so... Oh, Uh that's why that
2: one's the worst, then.
0: Probably. I think we've just figured it out. We cracked the code of the Mummy 3 colon whatever it's called. I I actually don't remember what it's called anymore.
2: I don't want to. Well, you'll probably die. Don't look it
0: up. Don't oh, look great. It up. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the main event of the movie trailers. Uh, first, Aaron, do you want to do? Do you want to at all touch on the seventeen seconds of Spider-Man: Homecoming? Because the trailer for this movie is going to be coming out.
1: That's tomorrow, all I needed to, to to make some magic happen. The, I mean? the,
0: the full trailer is tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay, and obviously, I didn't feel like postponing this podcast another day, but we'll end up talking about this homecoming trailer. But they did show some stuff in the uh, 17 web wings, seconds. motherfucker, web uh, wings, yeah. dude. So you gotta, are they gonna like turn him into Ultimate Spider-Man? Probably.
1: Well, uh, no, no, no. The the web wings, like the, the, that's calling back to the to the very first. Like you know, the, the, this is OG Spidey costume. shit.
2: Well, no, like, no, no, no. I only say, yeah, yeah. I know that I'm only seeing it because of like them talking about. All the tech upgrades and that kind of stuff, like no, I, I, I think that's just a way has. for for
1: them to keep ramming it down your throat. Like, hey, he's an Avenger because Tony Stark,
0: right? You know,
1: and they, Happy they, they're they're going to cram as much Marvel into this movie as possible to wash the taste of Sony out of your throat. Mm-hmm, and they're going
0: to have to, we're gonna have to literally force it down our throats because
1: that's exactly what what's going to. What's well, hey, happen.
0: you know that Trump's back and we can do waterboarding. There's then, a lo- <laughs> There's a, Yeah, there's a lot of Sony <laughs> dislodging that needs to be done.
1: Yeah, uh, they get a lot of ground to cover, but I'm hopeful. Uh,
0: so keep an eye out for that, everybody. The yeah,
1: Man that's I'll definitely keep coming. Keep an eye out. Keep checking back tomorrow night.
0: Uh, so the internet was broken with the release of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. Uh, this, unlike the first teaser trailer, actually showed us uh, quite a few bits of dialogue. Although most of it looks like it's still from... These scenes that they showed in the first teaser trailer. Uh, so it seems like they're making sure they go out of their way to not give away too much. We haven't seen so much as a glimpse of of Kurt Russell's ego, the living planet, uh, either in planet form or in uh, Kurt Russell form. I mean, I guess I think. Do you think the... he's going to have planet form? Well, the word and is... then
1: Kurt Russell form is just like the like an avatar for it.
0: The well, I mean, like the word is. Well, if he's his dad, how?
2: Anatomically did he have sex with his mother?
0: I maybe mean, he's just a big planet? well, he does take human form for sure they've, they've yeah. confirmed that uh and there the the talk is there's a few shots of them coming off of uh off of the Milano, and the word is supposed to be that planet they're walking on is ego the living planet so um, I'm kind of hoping secretly that he doesn't look like anything other than just Kurt Russell and that. Uh, Star-Lord recognizes him as Kurt Russell, so it's like he just...
1: What the, version of Kurt, the, Kurt
0: Russell? The Kurt, So the Kurt
1: Russell Big we know... Big Trouble China Kurt Russell, obviously.
0: Yeah, the Kurt Russell we know is literally just Ego the Living Planet, and he's always he always has been. I mean, it's not like Old they... Jack Burton! They, they made reference to Kevin Bacon, uh, so clearly I think he should just see the human form of Ego the Living Planet and recognize him as and call him Kurt Russell. And then he finds out Star-Lord... Finds out that Kurt Russell is in fact his father.
1: Well, uh, what year did he get? It was 87, right? The Star Lord. So. Yeah.
0: I think so. I mean, that's yeah, possible, he, right? That might so everything except for like Tingo and Cash is in play. Yeah. 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 That's plausible, I think. Uh, so, yeah, they, they released this trailer and uh, they broke the internet because everybody loves Guardians of the Galaxy, but where they really broke it is when they introduced not only the look of, but the voice of Baby Groot which is also officially the character's name uh, and for this Mantis. movie. Mantis. I mean, yes, they showed Mantis, but let's be <laughs> honest, everybody was already busy getting to work on their Etsy Baby Groot projects after this trailer right. came out. This is going to sell all of the toys and make all of the money. It's not like Disney needs it at this point, or Marvel for that matter, but let's just face it, that's what's going to happen here. They are going to sell so much Baby Groot stuff, it's not even possible. And uh, it worked. Glenn and I... We're having a discussion about how it's it's entirely possible at some point they may drain this to the point of of uh, it no longer having a use. I, I believe this won't happen until Baby Groot becomes full grown Groot and the box office dips, so they decide to kill him and make him Baby Groot again in the hopes of raising box office receipts. Oh, uh, no, just
2: get his own minions movie.
0: The... <laughs> don't let's not let's. I don't know if we should make that a thing, but. Um, in this in this trailer, it totally works though, because it's an adorable character design. Uh, the the voice, which by the way I'm told is still Vin Diesel, I'm pre- I presume a modulated version of his voice, unless of course he can actually make himself sound like that, which uh, would make him awesome. But I don't think that uh, he can make himself sound like that. I think it was.
1: Star Lord show. would have left in like 1990, 91 ballpark. So Something he would like have gotten uh, Tango and Cash for sure, maybe even Backdraft. Kurt Russell.
0: Wow. There you go. What did you make of the trailer, Aaron, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Oh, you
1: City, man. Come on.
0: That's pretty crazy, right?
1: Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like I I love this just like that last bit there's that great big battle going on but they're just arguing about fucking who has tape. tape it's just, you know, it, yeah. yeah, it's a silly shit and then Put you know, the goes all with the bomb. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it, <clears throat> the first guardians movie, we think everyone's a bit nervous uh, about obviously, but I mean after, you know, watching it and, you know, everyone from the first one is involved again. I mean, you know, there's no need to be worried whatsoever. It could be a complete rehash of the first guardians and still be one of the better Marvel movies, so Agreed. I'm not really sweating it too much. I just can't wait to see the fucker.
0: Same here. What about you, Glenn? What do you think, man? How much do you think this movie's gonna make? Fuck. Uh,
1: you think it breaks the billion mark?
2: I think. Yeah, I, I think it'll do a billion easy.
0: I think it, can. it comes out in yeah. May.
1: Yeah. What are the Marvel movies like? They're the they're the first Marvel movie this summer, though, aren't they? Isn't there another one in August?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm not sure.
2: No, because uh, the other one's Ragnarok and that's in November.
1: Yes. Spider-Man in July. Uh, let me see here. So, yeah, Guardians in May, Spider-Man July 7th, Thor November 3rd. So, does
2: Thor come out before or after Justice League? I have no idea. I haven't been I didn't, I didn't since... even think about that until now that they're both November releases.
1: Justice League is yeah Thor is out two weeks before Justice League.
2: Okay, so they're doing the they're doing like the trying through the pre sale yeah. ticket kind of thing.
1: Okay, yeah. Anyway, go they're your,
2: gonna your, your, your so your Justice thoughts. League's gonna Moana <laughs> what what they did to uh, the... Fantastic Beast. They're just gonna flip flop like that.
0: Yeah,
2: Warner Brothers is gonna have their revenge on the on Disney for stealing their proceeds over the holiday weekend. How good the
0: revenge is gonna be, I don't know, but. Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: Especially yeah. if all that concept art that leaked is you know is true, all that stuff from that con where you see the, the pictures of uh, Hulk in his battle armor and all that. You know what I mean? Like, dude, if we see Hulk battle armored up, you know, Justice League might be in for some shit when it comes time to debut.
2: It's very strange that the guy who did ha- what we do in the shadows is directing Thor. It's awesome, but
1: it's yeah. a
2: ginormous jump. But yeah. that. I seem like seems like out of all the studios they do the best job of picking the indie ones for the bigger projects versus other other studios. As far as picking the small guy for the big ones, they tend to do the best. Uh what do I think of it? I mean, yeah, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be good. I'm really excited for Drax. I mean he was my
0: favorite in the first movie and he'll is, probably be my favorite in this one. Yeah, the trailers the both trailers so far have felt like this is gonna be the Dave Bautista show. Oh, whenever
2: they do all the junkets, it was always... The ones they talked about was they talked about Vin Diesel, which kind of seemed like more propaganda. And then you saw the movie, and it's like, oh, I get what they're saying.
0: Yes. And then yes. everyone was talking about
2: how impressed they were
0: with Dave Bautista. So, yeah. I mean, he's... to like the kid gloves are going to come off in right. this the, one. Like, despite, the, despite the adorableness of Baby Groot in this trailer, there are three fucking moments in this trailer with Drax that to me, stole everything.
2: Yeah, Jax is
0: the Mick Rory of the universe. Yes, he is! That's Oh, that's such a fucking great analogy. So there's, like, the shot of him inside of the the tentacle beast thing where he's just manically stabbing away, screaming and uh, enjoying himself. There's the shot where he's just loudly screaming, screw you, starship, or spaceship, or something. I have no idea what that is in reference to, but I found that fucking hilarious that he's just on his knees Ah. yelling at the sky, screw you, spaceship. (laughs) Uh, and then at the I end, I thought he was
2: saying that as he was stabbing. I thought that's what he was.
0: No, no, because there's definitely like a shot where he's just on his knees, all very much like no. But instead of shouting no, he's he he yells "Screw you, spaceship!" Uh, I'm not sure why, but I'm sure it's a hilarious scene. And then uh, as Aaron was alluding to, there's the the post title card scene with Mantis, who is a a new team member of the. Uh, there's like two other new team members aside from her as well. Nebula is supposedly joining the team, mm-hmm. and uh, oh my god, why can't I remember his name? Yandu. Why can't? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like I know Merle is his name on The Walking Dead. Yeah, Yandu is uh, is joining the team as well. And it'll yeah, be interesting to see how Drax those...
1: is. Drax is. It looks like he's on like Ego essentially, but, like that planet they were talking about. What he's yelling, "Screw you, spaceship!"
0: Yes. Uh, So yeah, the the scene with Mantis at the end is also awesome, where he reveals that Star-Lord wants to bone Gamora, and Drax, of course, finds it hilarious that his innermost secrets... Do
1: me next, do me. Yeah.
0: Do do me, do me, do me next. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he seems like... I think he surprised a lot of people in the first movie, but this looks like he's, he's, he's doing an even better job. And he's, like, all over the place, too. He was in uh specter he's gonna be in blade runner right he had Glenn? the best line inspector did he i don't remember yeah i think he says oh shit and then he dies oh that that is a james right? bond movie it is the james bond movie yeah, he plays yeah. that he plays the heavy in that one uh that, that movie was
1: so he's the Lockjaw in that movie
0: yeah he is he is <laughs> was, was there a character named lockjaw yeah in james bond movie yeah, it was that, was that
1: giant name. guy with, like, the That's fucking... That's Jaws. Oh, I think it was just Jaws. Was it Jaws?
0: It may have been yeah, it's Jaws. Lock Is there a Lock jo- Lockjaw's a thing? way better name.
1: Just gonna Google that shit. Let's see what pops up.
2: If it turns out uh, to be I'm an Playing as Jaws report. and the GoldenEye on N64 was the worst.
1: <laughs> was it odd job. was the guy who could hide... Odd odd job, yeah, Oddjob. He
0: has the killing hat. Yeah, yeah. the hat that can kill you.
1: Bastard, yeah.
0: Uh... Aptly mocked in Austin Powers with a guy who could kill you with a shoe, I believe.
1: But then that guy killed somebody <laughs> life and went to prison.
0: Did it? oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, like horrifically oh, apparently. Shit,
0: that's right. Uh, by the way, we were asking Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one did uh, seven hundred and seventy-three million worldwide, and that's with the uncertainty of this property going into it. That was all on like word of mouth. Uh, Basically, people being like, holy shit, this movie, guys. So, yeah. With Baby Groot in this one, it's going to hit a billion. There's no doubt about that. I don't think so. I
2: think 1.2. I think I'm pretty close to Civil War, but
0: not quite. Right. Um,
2: Because even some of the Marvels are not... Look, when you're cracking a billion, saying that, oh, you did 1.3 versus 1.5 isn't really that much in the the grand scheme. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... You know, oh, and a
0: little bit. I, I I totally missed on this this chance Spider-Man, earlier. Spider
2: Man, that's the one I'm really curious. to See how much money it
0: makes. Same here, uh, because there's definitely I feel like there's some Spider Man fatigue, a little bit. Well, I mean, not so much now after Civil War. People are like, more Spider Man, please.
1: Oh but, yeah, he's adorable.
0: Uh, but I'm curious to see how like his. The movie is going to... The movie's And gonna it prepare. looks like
1: a movie that takes place in New York City, like, you know, g- given, like, the cast, you know what I mean? Finally, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. It looks like an actual representation of an area where, you know, that's fucking diverse.
0: I, and I, mi- I so I missed on this chance earlier to hop Yeah, on the guy this. who's zero is Flash Thompson. That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I missed on this opportunity earlier when we were talking about the Transformers trailer because... Aaron was mentioning before we started recording or that he noticed that Anthony Hopkins was doing the narration for the trailer and uh, I wanted to bring this up so I could use it as a segue to mention how much I fucking loved Westworld this year I don't know if anybody else has watched the show I haven't watched it
1: I haven't watched it yet but it, it's definitely on my list for the Christmas break I'm just going to blast right through it all
0: yeah it I I finally got a chance to watch the season finale last night it's fucking incredible uh, I'm not sure. I love Stranger Things, but this might have been better than Stranger Things was. Really? Uh, I think so. Um, it's just outstanding. Like it, the whole the whole show looks very like very cinematic. Like it doesn't look very much like a TV show. No, yeah, it's a but... Michael
2: Crichton book, right? And yes. That was, was, yeah. That's yeah.
0: Right. Uh, and the, I mean, the acting, like the cast is fucking ridiculous and stellar. They're a lot of very talented people and even James Marsden is okay in it cuz he doesn't say a lot of things. Uh um, I don't mind James Marsden. Yeah, James no. Marsden's fine. I just yeah. all all I can remember James Marsden from is the X-Men movies.
1: He's I still mean, the best Cyclops we've had yet.
0: Well, that is true. <laughs> Out of the two we've had on film, he is actually an easy They person. really really underused cyclops in
2: the oh my movie.
1: god absolutely
0: i mean i guess y'all
2: love hugh jackman but
0: i actually man. forgot he was in that movie uh the the apocalypse movie i forgot that cyclops was even a character in that well there's uh, cyclops in uh wolverine origins as well so oh yeah that's right oh, fuck is there so he's the best so of the three. three yeah i didn't even realize there was a third one okay good for you james Marsden. yeah he's definitely better no i mean and he's like the weakest link in the show anyway as far as acting goes like the there is that much top tier acting ed harris is fucking incredible as one would expect Jesus. but um yeah so there's like anthony jeffrey hopkins it do it yeah. yeah anthony hopkins ed harris jeffrey wright uh Dude. i've lost track of all of the I mean, evan, rachel wood, you know, she's evan good. rachel wood she's good um
1: all right, Fendi. well, then that's it. Fendi I Fendi. might not be fucking waiting until Christmas to watch that.
0: It's yeah, it's highly recommended. It's super good. The finale was awesome. I had no idea where they were heading exactly. Where and, does it rank as a as a finale of shows? Mm, I mean, because it's ending on a it's ending on a twist and a cliffhanger,
2: which oh, is kind of un-
0: which is kind of unfair. So not only is there a cliffhanger, but it's like a really big twist as well that happens at the end. Uh, I mean, it's not a, it's not like a, you didn't see it coming twist. You could sort of feel it coming, but you weren't really sure if they're going to actually do it. And then they did it. And then the show kind of just ends and you're like, holy shit, what, what are they doing for the second season? Uh, which is, by the way, how I felt after watching Stranger Things. Although Stranger Things had more of a nicer finality, this one sort of ends in chaos and confusion. Uh, Jesus, I don't
1: think Stranger Things edit nicely at all.
0: I mean, comparatively oh, to this, uh, oh. I mean, you've still got the little kid who's like seeing visions of the Upside Down at the end of Stranger Things, and you're like, fuck, what's, you know, he's not out of and the woods. Then he spits like, up a slither. He's split, yeah. yeah and
1: Eleven's still gone. You know, it's just like, yes. what the fuck, man?
0: But, but this ended in, like, total anarchy. For
1: Barb. Jesus.
0: Uh, so, yeah, it's... That so, uh, happened, like, the second episode. Nice. still,
1: man, I still feel for it, poor Barb,
0: and I'm and this is coming from somebody who is tired of be careful what you do with AI because eventually they'll turn into the Terminator, that sort of thing. and that's that's exactly what this show is kind of about., uh, but they do it in such a fantastic way that. I didn't even give a shit. It's like I've seen this story play out before, uh, but not in this way necessarily. So it's all, what else that's all. That's all robot do?
1: movies pretty much go. They either go, they're gonna take over and get too smart and kill you, or you get to fuck them. Like that's all yeah. robot movies really are these days.
0: That's a, and you get both. It's of
1: those either Terminator things or Ex Machina. Yeah, like, Ex Machina, it. you get both of them. <laughs> yeah, you well, get
0: to that, fuck them, and they fuck you over. <laughs> well, in this one, you definitely get both. I mean. It's weird. It's weird watching. Now I
1: really can't wait to watch it. I'm really excited.
0: <laughs> it's weird watching Westworld because Westworld, Westworld, the park, is basically like live action Grand Theft Auto, where you can just do whatever the shit you want. You can go kill characters. You can fuck them. You can fuck them and then kill them. You can do whatever you feel like doing. You can play through the narratives or the stories if you want to. But apparently, right, it I really like...
1: want to see the show so much. You can stop selling me, <laughs> <All> right, Jesus. <laughs>
0: It, yeah, a bit. It's supposed- yeah, so what you're telling me is HBO made a good show. Yeah, right. very, it's hard. I know this is hard to believe, but uh, because they've, str- they've struck out so many times.
2: I know. Uh, I mean, could you even remember the last hit they've had since, like, Sex and the City? <laughs> nah.
0: Like,
1: Sopranos, right?
0: Eh, yeah, yeah. He was- It Down,
1: that was that was critically liked, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I that love He it <laughs> oh, Down. it Down awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Vice <laughs> Principles is really good.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like a mini-series, isn't it, what he was doing it as? And by the way, Glenn, I took yeah. your, uh, I took your, oh, you didn't actually give me the advice, well, maybe you did give me the advice, I don't know, I started watching The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Fuck yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, I'm only three episodes in, but so far, yes, it is awesome.
2: Yeah, I'm only like four, so yeah, no, it's like, but it makes you really angry when you watch, or at least it does make me mad. It makes you mad? See those, yeah, see all those Nazis around, and I'm like, nah. No. That's not the American
0: flag, you sons of bitches. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> There's still time. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's talk about the box office. Let's actually talk about, before we touch on that, let's talk about the current top ten 2016 films as far as box office goes. Uh, and it's really not... Uh, well, you don't need to bring up ten because it's going to get bumped off. There aren't a lot of surprises here. Well, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is number ten. Okay, so that's not getting bumped off. Currently, it's six hundred and ten million, but it obviously, it's not done with its run yet. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Number nine is Doctor Strange, which did six hundred and thirty-six million. Number eight is Suicide Squad, which did a baffling seven hundred and forty-five million. I guess it's not baffling because they're like Batman's in it and the Joker's in it, but not for nearly as long as you'd have us think it was. And hey, if Transformers Four can make over a billion, that's then true. that is true. anything is possible. Uh. The movie that wasn't even supposed to exist, let alone be so popular because it was going to be R-rated. Deadpool is number seven. $782 million, this R-rated picture made. Uh, and I, be- I believe they found a director now. I don't remember what the news is on who is directing the sequel, but I did hear that they they have a director for the, for the sequel. Does anybody know who that happened to be? Uh, I don't.
2: I just think it's really funny that that guy left to make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
0: Is that what he's making? Yeah, Tim Miller. Yeah, it's what yeah, he's the live action. I mean, he does have a history with video games as well. Does Tim Miller? So
1: yeah, uh, but
2: I don't even know how you would do a Sonic the Hedgehog movie without just making it a cartoon.
1: Uh, David Leach is doing it. He's one one half of the team who's doing the John Wick movies.
2: Well, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah if you'd make if, if Hitchcock is going to be rated R then fuck <laughs> yeah I am all in
1: yeah, David Leach David is doing Deadpool 2
0: can we just make Kelsey Grammer Dr. Robotnik <laughs> please yeah um, alright so Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice was number 6 and here uh, here's a list of all of the kids movies that beat Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Number five was The Secret Life of Pets, which did $874 million. Loved it. They had buttholes. The, that's right. I heard that. That's a, you know what? I, I know. I told you. They, they had should, buttholes in it. It was, they, it was they really should put strange. That, they should put that on the back of the Blu-ray. I loved it. Butt they buttholes. had buttholes. It's got the Glenn buttholes. Beauvais, Cinema Geekly. <laughs> well, no, you got to put the I loved it. If I could buttholes. have a blurb
2: on a DVD <laughs> one day, that would be great. Uh,
0: number four was The Jungle Book. Uh nine hundred and sixty six million dollars this movie made. Good. Uh Zootopia was number three, it just made it made uh just a little over a billion. Finding Dory is number two, also made just a little over a billion, and number one Jesus is Captain Christ. America Civil War. Uh Civil War made one point one billion dollars. Uh so three movies that really? gross a billion. 1? One point one billion.
2: Damn, that was a I mean, again, it's not a disappointment. It made
0: over a billion, but... Yeah.
1: That is fucking insanity, dude. Jesus.
0: $250 million production budget, so they did okay. Get
1: the fuck out. what was it, the
2: year that, like, what, Avengers 2 did, like, one and a half, and then Jurassic Park ended up doing Mm -hmm. 1.7. Mm-hmm. It was just a weird... Seemed like a down year. I don't know. Like, it felt like a lot of movies did good, but it didn't seem like we had, like, that super breakout hit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Civil, I mean, Civil War Oh, I mean, really like, yes, yeah,
2: but... so you get over a billion, but that's kind of, like, that's what we expected. To be expected,
0: you're right, you're right. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, like, there wasn't the, holy shit, could Jurassic Park really, or Jurassic World actually get to two? Like, there wasn't, like, that kind of... The numbers were coming in every week, and we're like, holy shit, I can't believe it's doing right. this. Like, yeah.
0: Doctor like Doctor Strange has done really well for itself, but they weren't like Guardians of the Galaxy. You're right, where people are like, where did this come from? Uh, it's done really well for itself, but you're right, nothing has really uh, jumped out like that. I Next mean, I year... guess
2: Deadpool was kind of
0: that, that movie on a smaller scale. But... Right. Um, so here's the top five of, for the box office from this last weekend. Doctor Strange, speaking of is at number five. It fell down from number three. It did 6.6 million. Uh, Allied, that would be that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith during World War II movie. Uh, It's still in fourth place. It did 7 million. Arrival uh, actually bumped up from number five to number three. It it moved up, so the word is getting out on Arrival. It made 7.2 million. It is sitting at 114 million worldwide with a $47 million production budget. So get ready for Arrival two. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, I don't think you could make a sequel to that movie. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> <Sorry. name>. Fantastic <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them remained at number 2 with uh 18.1 million. Uh it is sitting at 610 million worldwide. So that one's actually uh that one's not doing too bad for itself either. Moana remained at the number one spot for the second week in a row, doing twenty eight point two million. It's sitting at uh, close to two hundred million uh, two weeks in. It's actually not doing that well overseas. Um, it's mostly doing its, well, uh, I mean, its money it's making. Not, here.
2: It's not frozen, where it's a bunch of white
0: people. So yeah. the um, Europeans can't relate. Oh, nice weather, no snow. What's this? We're gonna have to go through the. We're gonna have to go through the twenty seventeen in film at some point to to pick out the I feel like there's more big releases next year than there were this year. Yeah. And there were a lot of yeah. big releases this year. They were and, but they're IPs we care about. Yeah. I mean but there's a ton of them. There are a shit ton of them. And Yeah like
2: Monster Trucks.
0: I haven't even started I haven't even started looking at some of the stuff that um that has me curious. Like the God Particle movie because uh, Daniel Bruhl's in it, and I like him. And Jug, uh, Doug Jung is a screenplay writer, and he did Star Trek Beyond. Like, there, there's this stuff that's like, like not tied into to franchises that I'm interested in looking into. But there are so many franchise movies coming out next year. A life that kind of looks interesting. It's it's unbelievable. So we'll have to go. We'll have to look through this and and pick out the movies that we're most interested in seeing next year. Uh, as well as doing our best of lists. Uh, so, anyway, movies that are coming out this weekend, there are three that are wide releases. I have I think i am only been made aware of one of these movies. So one of them is Nocturnal Animals, which this is the first time I have heard of it, but it, apparently it is a wide release. Uh, and it's starring a cast that we know, uh, for sure. Jake Gyllenhaal, Amy Adams, Michael Shannon, uh... Uh, oh, this
1: there. movie looks and like it's it gonna be pretty, good. pretty fucking decent.
0: Yeah,
2: it's uh, yeah, the reviews are supposed good. to be really fucked up. Yeah, seventy-two <laughs> percent. Uh, it's by Tom Ford. I think yes. the, he, Tom Ford directed it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, well acted and lovely to look at. Nocturnal Animals uh, further underscores writer-director Tom Ford's distinctive visual and narrative skill. So yeah, it's it's uh, in the the mid seven or er, the the low seventies on. On Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so there's that. There's Miss Sloan, which is a Jessica Chastain movie with Mark Strong. I'm guessing he's playing the villain. <laughs> and
1: uh, Allison. He's got to be the comedy relief one of these days.
0: Uh, you think so? <laughs> he is right? the comic relief. Uh, Jessica it's, it's, it's Chastain plays see. a political power broker. Uh, and I think it has something to do with guns or something, maybe. I'm not sure. 60% on the tomato meter, though. Uh what else is there? The other wide release this week is the only one that I've actually seen trailers for on my television. It's Office Christmas Party starring all the people who are in movies like this. Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, <laughs> TJ Miller, uh Kate McKinnon, <laughs> Olivia Munn, Rob cordry <laughs> Is that is that incorrect?
1: Glenn? No, I'm just, no. It's just the best way I to, think to describe that, that it. That needs
0: think. to be on the DVD cover, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's featuring
0: all the people who are in movies like this. Forty uh, percent, unsurprisingly, on the Tomato Meter. It's cast. Um, it's cast of gifted comics is good for a handful of laughs, but office Christmas parties, overstuffed plot, ultimately proves roughly as disappointing as its cliched gags and forced sentimentality. The like overstuffed plot? Yeah, because it's a stocking. Stocking stuffer. No,
2: I just, I thought the whole movie was like, they throw an office party to get their boss super drunk so that he can sign, like, a contract or something.
0: <laughs> well, perhaps it's many layers deeper than that, Glenn, apparently. <laughs> it's overstuffed, this plot is. Okay. And it relies Whatever. on cliched gags and forced sentimentality. Don't you hate forced sentimentality? I just hate it when people force me to feel sentimental. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a problem with Arrow.
1: Yeah, like it's Christmas or something.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it, unless there's something else I missed, which is entirely possible. There's a lot of stuff I missed. Um, oh, you know what? There's that, uh, that picture, Aaron, from the alien thing. They took a picture of, of Ridley Scott looking mildly confused. But in the background Well, he him...
1: just looks like an old like an old guy just hanging out. Am I on I? the yes. set of
0: Blade Runner or am I on the set of Alien? Right.
1: What fucking movie is this? Why is it so dark?
0: Is the bathroom <laughs> that way? I believe right. is what's going on there.
1: He's uh, looking for cookies. He's got some shortbreads hidden on set somewhere. It's <laughs> hunting him down.
0: But we see the space jockey in the background, yeah. which of course was an alien. It was also in that Prometheus movie, which I believe has some sort of tie to Alien. I'm not sure. I think there's a conspiracy theory website that that uh, sorts out all of the plot or something.
1: Apparently this uh, is the film that's supposed to tie it all together.
0: Yes, that is... Uh, alien Covenant. That is what I hear. Michael not to Fass- be
1: confused with the other Alien movie that's coming out that's not really tied to this one.
0: Is there another one? Yeah. For, wait for reals. So is this a thing? Yeah, I'm unaware of this. What is this other thing?
1: Uh, oh, hang on. Let me to the Google.
0: I'm am aware of this Alien Covenant film. Of that, I well, know well, there is a Alien non-canon movie.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's the Neil Blomkamp one, the one with Scorny Weaver and Michael Bean.
0: Wait. So is this like a? alien knockoff movie or are they actually calling it alien something or
1: no yeah it's it's alien something covenant is going to tie prometheus and uh is <clears throat> supposed to tie prometheus to uh alien and then this is going to continue like you know it, it they're going to retcon essentially like the last two alien movies and just pick oh, up oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah neil Blum, yeah see here like sigourney yeah. weaver gives update on neil Blum camp's, camp's alien five yeah, or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, because Michael Beenis is playing Hicks. You know, Rip. You know, uh, so, wait, so didn't Hicks, Hicks die at the end?
2: Plan. of... He dies in three,
1: right? Well, I mean, in the at the end of like that uh, in that stasis chamber, like they slap him and they all go to sleep. So, I mean, you know, he could have made it. You know, because when they woke up on the prison planet, that's when they told him like another alien got in and like you know, and killed him, and they had to check them to make sure they weren't alien infested. It, it, it was a very confusing plot in that one. Uh, Michael what? Bean lived at the end of two Oh, that's, yeah, who's
2: three who's three who's is just the one shit. by uh David Fitchner.
1: Yeah.
2: And he was like, I'm never doing a fucking studio movie again, <laughs> fuck <laughs> up guys. He's
1: like, I've never seen the first two alien movies. Does that matter?
2: Swarm. No, like you not know, like you should read it like he was not excited about
1: Yeah, I don't imagine so butchered it, it the movie. <laughs>
2: yeah. They butchered it.
0: Um, Anyway,
1: anyway, yeah, so Neil Blomkamp, he's going to retcon like the the last two shitty ones. So be prepared for them to – they're trying to fix the alien uh, universe on both ends. I
2: see. Yeah. Like, none of these movies are going to make the boatloads of cash that they're going to want this year.
0: Uh, Okay. Or this
2: next upcoming year.
0: Yes. Um, all right, so I guess that's going to do it uh, for this week. For everything we talked about, cinemageekly.com. Check out the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, all at cinemageekly. Uh, cinemageekly at gmail.com is our email address if you want to send us anything. And, of course, the podcast is findable on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Cinemageekly and hit subscribe. Uh, so I think the next time we meet will, in fact, be the time that we talk about Star Wars, a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And uh, we'll probably have to prep a, a best of movies list, or maybe a favorite TV shows. Uh, perhaps a list of things of movies we're looking forward to in 2017. There's going to be a ton of them, so it's going to not be it's not going to be easy to to pick just a few. But there's going to be a shit ton of movies for next year. Uh, I think I'm safe in saying this. Now watch me say this, Glenn. And tomorrow there'll be like six <clears throat> six trailers drop. They're like, oh wait, so. A, not to be outdone by Spider-Man, here's a trailer for uh, uh, Alien Covenant. Here's a trailer for Blade, uh, Runner. Blade Runner. Justice League. Here's a tra- <laughs> Justice League trailer. Here's your War of the Planet of the Apes trailer.
1: There's uh, Hulk in full armor beating the sh- you know beating the Christ out of bit- a bitter a Bill. You know what I mean, just you know something amazing here's for your Thor Ragnarok.
0: Here's your Thor Ragnarok teaser. Here's your
1: next
2: uh, uh, Star Wars movie trailer. Uh, yeah Oh. Dude, is Greg, just Greg just Berlanti announces David the cast David. A Little
0: Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get a new trailer for Riverdale. Anyone going to watch Riverdale on the CW? No, nope. anybody? The Nobody? hell is that? That's a TV show, about, show. That's a TV show about Archie and Veronica. Uh,
1: oh, you you must see the trailer, Glenn. That way <laughs> you can really feel feel confident in saying you're not going to watch it.
0: And Mr. Weatherby. <laughs> I don't even know if Mr. Weatherby's <laughs> Jughead in it?
1: Oh yeah, whole oh, sure. gang. Whole game. Is it like
0: Modernized or? Oh yeah, it's completely modernized. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. You're not expecting comic books, yeah? They, Are they really
0: hot? <laughs> Just yeah, it's CW yeah, they're all really. It's
1: CW. They're all really hot, and you know, maybe they're not like super great at acting, but they try. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like super most of the tale. like most of the content on CW. Uh, all right, so uh, for Glen Beauvais and Aaron Delosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Cinema Geekly Podcast.